Alright, what's up everybody? We're back for another episode of the Oddly Observant Podcast. And today I'm bringing on one of my old homies, Marcus, and then my boy, Anthony. So, we're here, uh, and I hope you're all ready for a good show. What's up, everybody? We're live for another episode. Marcus, why don't you start us off, man? Tell us what you're doing right now and what you've been up to these past couple years. Um, so what we're doing right now is uh, more so uh, the gist of just trying to bring some positive to the community. Uh, me and my older brother, Anthony, here um, the last three years, uh, more so just been kind of training, doing a lot of coaching, coaching in the Garland Pee Wee League, um, then we decided that this past fall that we wanted to kind of venture off, do our own thing, start our own team. Hopefully in the next few years, we'll bring a league here to Garland, a brand new league. Uh, teams will be able to come from all over, uh, no age, you know, pretty much no weight limit, none of that kind of stuff. We want to bring something here that kids, even kids that might feel like they too big or too, too fat or whatever the words you want to call to play certain positions, they'll be able to play whatever position they want to play. So more so, man, just really just trying to bring some positive to the community. And that's what me and him been working on, building up the past few years. Um, and now more so, now that we got the facility, uh, pretty much everything that we've been talking about, we just kind of been manifesting. Yeah, and Anthony, give, give everyone a little background. What got you inspired to do all this and kind of your high school bring up and everything like that? Uh, as far as myself, I went to North Garland High School. Uh, was a three-star athlete. Three-year varsity letterman, uh, basketball and football. Uh, went to Grambling. Well, actually, I went to UTEP out of high school, and I transferred to Grambling State University. Uh, I graduated in 2014 with a bachelor's degree. Uh, really, what got me into training is I had to find something to do. You know, I feel that. Uh, coming home from college, yeah, I had a degree, uh, but it kind of, you know, a job was just it just wasn't for me. Yeah. Per se. I feel uh, that, man. You know, just trying to figure out what I was passionate about, you know, what I would enjoy doing, waking up every day, getting out of my bed, going to do. Uh, then I just, you know, one day the light bulb went off. It's like, hey, you're a sports guy. You know, uh, that's who you are. You know, that's what you put on this earth to do. And, uh, and I kind of just went from there. Shit. I mean, that's how, any, like, that's how any good business or any good vision or story's got to happen. It's got to come, start from the bottom. And you know Drake's Drake song start from the bottom. Now we're here, but like you can't actually start something successful long term unless you start from the bottom and build it up just brick by brick. There's no shortcuts. Yeah, no shortcuts to success. Yeah, me and Marcus were talking about that earlier because you know for the podcast, uh, me and Marcus go way back. I just met Anthony, but I'm sure we'll be homies for a long time into the future. But me and Marcus, we play basketball for I mean what Marcus when we were like 10 years old. Yeah, I think. Um I think I, I met you guys, I was eighth grade, so you had been like seven. Yeah, because you were a couple grade. years older. Yeah, seventh, sixth grade, and uh, we was at Texas Hot Shots. Man, we uh, we had some battles together. Uh, AAU Nationals went out there, fifth place. 
Um, and a lot of, not just that one, but, you know, years after that, uh, me and Peter, we had some good battles. We had great teams, great teammates. Pretty much all our guys uh, pretty much went to college, even if they didn't play sports. I think pretty much, out of, you know, everybody at our group pretty much went to college and played ball somewhere or went to school, at least, you know, to go get academics. So we had a pretty good group of guys. Yeah, and honestly, I mean, I look at what y'all are doing now, and I know that it was needed whenever we were coming up because, I mean, we had, some, we had a great role model, Coach Marlowe. You know, Coach Marlowe did everything he could to make sure we had everything we could. But, you know, we're from Garland, man. Right. Stuff's tight. But we always made it work. Yeah. So it's like another group of individuals like yourselves that are giving back to the youth because, like, I know that's what I needed. Right. And no, if, if, sure. if I didn't have Coach Marlowe, I don't know where I would have yeah, been no, at and, this point. And that's, I'm glad you spoke on that. You brought that topic up because it's kind of, you know, our mindset as well. Yeah. You know, we didn't have anything like this uh, coming up. We didn't, you know, we pretty much just what they say is getting it out the mud. Mm -hmm. uh, so we kind of got it out the mud, but, you know, uh, we just wanted to bring some positive back to the community. We felt like, you know, we couldn't get this anywhere. We could have opened up a facility anywhere yeah. in the Metroplex. Uh, but we decided to do it right here where we, you know, where we grew up at. Yeah, and I, don't, I know you don't know too much about me yet, but Marcus knows a little bit about us. I started a company here in Garland, Texas, a, a tech company. And I mean, because I went to school for coding and right. finance. I, I mean, I could have gone uh, like D2, D3 for basketball, but I just decided, yo, like, I'm a. I'm gonna stick it out with academics because that's always been like a strong suit of mine. Mm -hmm. But it was always more like I was never big on school, but always big on learning. Right. And I'm down that's to it. learn from anybody, you know. So it's like I took that while I was in college and started a business around, you know, we build websites, we go do technical work for companies. Right. And then our long term investment has been to build this music app. It's a lot like Spotify, but you can listen to music with anyone else. So right. we could be. Like, everybody could be here working out. Y'all could have 40 people, and we could all be hooked up to the same session, listening to music at the same time, and recommending music for each other. Right. So any building becomes, like, a place for music to be played with people together. Right. And we're bringing that to the phone. So it's like, that's been our company, and through all that, you know, we could have started it anywhere. But, yeah. I mean, why not come back to where it all started? It's cheap to live here. Right. I mean, my parents live here. All my homies live here. You know, so it's like there'll be a time when it's time to take that step but like you said like if you're going to come from the dirt you know you can't go to the clouds without being in the dirt right. first you know what i mean exactly. there's no there's no there's no skipping steps yeah, man you can't skip no steps uh, you do this when everything falls apart yeah. you can't you can't you can't uh fake people out for no, too long you only you can only do it for a little while yeah. and then you're going to get caught up yeah who you are is you know is who you are you know you can't fake your character at the end of the day eventually you're going to choose yourself yeah so, i mean one reason why me and Marcus have stayed, like we haven't always been super tight. There's also two years uh, age limit or right. age difference. Right. But I mean, to, for us to stay in contact all these years, there's a couple of reasons, right? Because right. I've always respected Marcus. Like I've always looked up to him because right. like, I was two years younger, you know? Right. And he knew like I was always about that work, mm -hmm. but like it was nice to have people that were like Marcus or like Coach Marlowe or even Marlowe too, like that were like a year and a half, two years older than me that like kind of taught me how to like Pave my way, don't be a little bitch, you know, like right. do what you gotta nah, do. For sure. <laughs> yeah, nah, for, sure. nah, for real. I mean, for he's real. seen the come up. Yeah, nah, for real, bro. Uh, and, and that's another thing, man, I'm proud of you too. Uh, you know, going to UT, taking care of your business, handling your business. Because a lot of guys, man, they fell off. A lot of guys that we played against, a lot of guys we came up with, they kind of fell off. But like you, a small group of us, we, we, we still pushing. Yeah. We're doing something that's 
major right here in Garland. Yeah. To where we ain't got to go nowhere. Yeah. We, we could be right here at home. Well, my, my thoughts always been, and like, I didn't tell you all the name of the app, but the name of the app is Brassroots. So it's like grassroots, but the music right, right, branding right. on it. And that's the whole point is like, bring it from the grassroots of, yeah, just right. like with sports. Like, I, I, like I got so much from grassroots sports, you know, AAU, traveling around the country, or just balling here in like DFW that like, I should build build that into my business. And we've done that through the branding and the mission almost in a way sure. where it's like, yo, like sure. if I can't make a difference here in Garland, how am I gonna make a difference in California? Right. How am I gonna make a difference in New York exactly. if I can't affect people in my community that I know, I know everything about them because we all live a similar life, you know? Right, right. for sure. It's, and, and, that, and, that's the, and that's the biggest thing, you know, with whatever you're doing, you know, whether it's a clothing line, whether it's a, a training facility, a nail salon, whatever you're a rapper, whatever you want to be, whatever you're trying to do, it's always best to get the people in your community behind you first. Yeah. Because uh, you can't get the people in your community to support it. Like you said, how are you going to get somebody in California to support yeah. it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm, me and Marcus were talking about it before the show a little bit, that like nobody's there for that first year, year, two oh, years, yeah. three years, except for you, maybe your homies that you're working with, and maybe some homies that like are there for you emotionally, but they don't know the, you know, right. the grind, the struggle. Right. But those first two to three years, they go unnoticed. Like I, we started this business while well, I was in college, so and it's just now starting to like Take where we can like right. get paid a little bit of money right. and actually see like a really good future panning out, you know. Right. And nobody sees those years, but everybody wants to come around. Yeah, when they you know. Big. Well, and then we, but like the thing is, like I'm always down to help people, but at the right. same time, like it's important to remember like like for example not letting your roots go away like garland like garland gave me a lot so it's like i can't ignore right. what made me who i am and made me like what i'm doing made me do what i'm doing now in right. a way, you the, know? the gist of what you're saying bro is basically like ain't no handouts yeah uh, i mean yeah we we're gonna try to help as many people as we can but at the end of the day you gotta everybody get the same 24 hours every yeah. day to kind of decide what they want to do uh and then for us and that was another thing, uh, like we was, me and Peter was talking about before we got on here, was uh, me and my brother, we also started a nonprofit organization uh, here in the community uh, to help less fortunate families and less fortunate kids uh, that can't afford to work out. Uh, basically through that, you know, we're able to try to uh, sponsor kids and fund them to be able to come work out. Yeah. Um, and then also, you know, looking for other donors, yeah. people to donate, uh, people that want to donate to kind of help these kids to continue to grow what we're already yeah. trying to do right now. Well, I mean, think about it too. I mean, we all played sports growing up in Garland. And it's like, there's no way that we could have gone to Vegas. We could have gone to California, right. to Houston, New York, all these places we went for. We went a lot of places. Yeah, right. I mean, bro, like, honestly, <laughs> like, you look back on it now and, like, I realize just how freaking blessed we were. Like, oh, yeah. not even to play basketball, but, like, just to hang out with each other in those yeah. moments. But, like, there's no way we couldn't have done it without like the sacrifices of the parents and their time right, or like sure. people giving us enough money so we could get bags, like just off the like kindness of their hearts, you know, yeah. like somebody has a business and they're like paying for like a trip, you know, or like, like paying for a, like nothing that they can't pay for outside right. of like NCAA guidelines, but like, you know, being the donors, the right, sponsors, they, sure. they get you just enough to where you can like be there and not be worrying about like your health and your like survival. For sure. So it's, and that's, and that's kind of, you know, Basically, what we're trying to do, you know, uh, we're not trying to get anybody in trouble, but yeah. uh, do things that, you know, that's within our power to help. Uh, for Thanksgiving, we actually fed 100 families. Oh, nice. Uh, Where'd y'all do that at? We're over in Pleasant Grove. Oh, uh, that's you know, lit. Went to Pleasant Grove, fed 100 families. Shout out to Maria for, you know, bringing us in on that. 
Mm-hmm. How'd that come together? Y'all just like what what sparked it? Well, uh, I actually we trained her son, uh, and she's the manager the manager of that property. Oh, nice. Uh, the apartment complex. So she kind of uh, she knew we had our nonprofit thing going on, and she just kind of reached out to me. She just kind of reached out to me and was like, uh, you know, we'll be interested in you know doing something like that. Well, that's yeah. what I've learned in business, man, is that like just having when the, a reason why I wanted to start the podcast is conversations spark so much right. in people. And like, for example, you may have never had that opportunity if, you know, you didn't start this and then train. Exactly. So it's weird how the dots line up right. and you never can look at them forward. It's only looking back exactly. that you can connect so them and be like, oh, shit, like that's why that happened. Right. But right. stuff like that's going to happen. So it's like I also tell people that are starting out their their stuff now, like say y- y'all been doing this for a year or two. Mm-hmm. It's like don't forget about that stuff or like right. push through the, sure. those little pains because like stuff will connect. Once right. you start looking back. For sure. And, mm-hmm. I, and, and that's what I want to say, too. Uh, like I said, when you get in business, any business or anything you do, you know, nothing is easy. Uh, yeah. You know, it's going to be grinding. It's going to be some ups. It's going to be some di- some downs. It's going to be some highs and lows. Uh, a guy told me when I first started, you know, trying to get on the business venture, he said, if you can, la- if you can master through the first two years in business, you'll be successful. Mm-hmm. And he said the first two years in business is the hardest. Yep. Uh, and with us, you know, we're going on six months now. We've been in this building. Uh, we've actually seen growth, uh, you know, over the past six months or so. But I'm excited to see what the next six months going to look like. Yeah, and it's always weird, too, because, like, we have this, like, I mean, all of us are strong, like, have a strong vision on the things we want to do. And it's always weird because, like, you have that vision, but then the world also oh, tells yeah. you, like, hey, this is reality. Yeah, yeah, like, sure. this is what's got to happen. So it's, an, right. it's like managing that relationship. Right like closely and like not giving anything up because right. you got to keep pushing you got to keep going but yeah it's a it's a battle between you and you every day that's right that's what i was just telling them before you walked in i mean it's a, it's a battle between you and you every day uh especially in the business world yeah because uh, you know like I say you're gonna have them, them down days it's a lot of days that i'll be like how i'm gonna get it done yeah. but, you know you know you push through it you grind through it and uh it always works out in the end yeah as long it always works out in the end as long as you come to work every day exactly. and get it done yeah. it's like it's that's not a guarantee and, that, and that's another thing with doing something you love to do mm-hmm. when you love to do what you're doing you'll get you, up you'll get up yeah, well it's like i mean we loved playing basketball right but there are yeah. some days where like we're on our fifth game right we're <laughs> cramping up we just we just had like we got shit going on with school too right. we got shit you know whatever all this stuff going on and you're like damn man i don't know if i want to go and it's like but you, you you look at the abyss, right? You're staring into the darkness, and then something just flicks, and it's like, all right, bro, like let's just get it. Let's, yeah, let's no. And then once you get going, you're just in that habit, and then you're you're just going left and right. Yeah, so, no, for sure, bro, for sure. Marcus, I wanted to ask you a pointed question though. What made you take some of the leaps that you did to get this going? Like, was it because we heard a little about a little bit from Anthony, but mm-hmm. was there like a certain spark that was made like made the light? finally click on and you're like, all right, I got to do this. There's no other option. Or was it more like a gradual, like, oh. s- s- set of events? Honestly, bro, really kind of what happened, uh, Peter, was more so uh, my brother was doing his own thing. I was kind of kind of getting into it. I was kind of still fresh mm-hmm. into it. Uh, he had already been doing it for a few years. Um, and then we just was, like, talking one day. Uh, and then we just, like, you know, well, now he called me one day, actually, because he was still, they were still living um, over on Broadway, him, his wife, and his kids, and um, and he was just like, "Hey, bro, you know, I think we should, you know, do something together." And then from that from that point forward, uh, you know, that's when we started kind of looking for locations mm-hmm. 
places where we kind of wanted to be. Found a place we was off Northwest Highway for a while. Uh, we was tr we was trying to partner with a guy over there, but you know stuff didn't work out yeah. obviously. And then uh, this opportunity presented itself, and we hopped on it. And uh, actually, we we found another location before this one off Lebon. Um, but we ended up finding this one. It was brand new. Nobody had been in here. Um, so we was the first ones in this here. It's a good situation. Right. Yeah. Uh, but but more so kind of what, what kind of got me, you know, to go ahead and do this was just me and him talking. And we just – and it made sense. You know, it made yeah. sense. Like, you know, we both kind of had the same goals in mind for us helping kids, you know, doing the fitness stuff, of course, but more so helping the kids. Yeah. Getting the kids off the streets, give them something yeah. positive to for do. Sure. Um, and that's why I was telling you earlier, you know, I'm, I'm going to start a girls team this summer. Uh, you know, I've been coaching boys for the past three summers, but uh, I'm going to try to help these girls out now, uh, try to get on that spectrum of it. And then, of course, we got our football teams uh, that we're that we finna actually be start up in March, or our season will start. And then we'll, we'll be doing that year-round, too. There's always going to be something coming year-round. Yeah, there's year always going to be something going on. Yeah. So, so we're we going to be active year-round, helping kids year-round. So not just for uh, football or basketball season, no, it's yeah. year-round. Yeah, and then I'm sure that you're teaching, like, that with any sport, it's like you're just, like, ingraining these fundamentals. Oh, and yeah, yeah. That it doesn't matter if they're 10 and they don't know oh, which yeah. sport they're going to yeah, play right. yet. It's like, exactly. yo, we can teach you the fundamentals, right. the mental toughness, right. these stuff that, like, translates to any sport. Right, right. Translate yeah. Sport, right. So. And, and that's kind of what we, me and him, uh, we harp on with all of the kids that come over here is, Everything y'all learning here is going to translate. Yeah. It don't matter what sport you play. Or the Vol business world, too, after, right, even right, after. Right, volleyball, basketball, football, tennis, soccer, whatever you, you know, you got to work hard, yeah. regardless of what sport you're playing. Right. I heard this saying, feet are feet, hands are hands, work is work. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, no matter what sport you play. Yeah, it is what it is, right? Yeah. <laughs> you got to go get it, it no what matter it what. Yeah, so now, nah, but it's been great, man. Uh, like he said, uh, we've been seeing growth. These past few months, uh, I mean, it's been, of course, you know, with any businesses, we have our, we have our struggles, but the long term, which is what man you was mm -hmm. talking about last, you know, earlier, it's the long term that we're looking at, yeah. and we know, you know, it's going to get to a point to where it's going to be bigger than us, right? Like, you know, it's already right. getting, getting to that there, point, yeah. But it's going to get so huge to the point to where you can't stop, or you yeah. like, it, there's too much, like, right like built to it or you're attached to it yeah and that's how we want it bro like and we like i said we trying to bring other trainers on too like we ain't no selfish guys like, yeah we're trying to bring other guys on and, and women too and bring the best people you can right for, like for the kids and right the program and, and the thing is if you know we get some people that's more serious about it they'll be over here because yeah. we open for you know anybody that's serious about want to help kids and also just want to better themselves in life trying to give them an opportunity bro yeah man. i mean I see you on Instagram, on Twitter, so it's like anybody that's watching too, like make sure you go follow uh, Marcus and Anthony on their personal profiles, but also the Underdog Fitness yeah, the social underdog profile. Page is, uh, on Instagram, it's uh, Underdog Athletics underscore Fitness. Uh, my personal page is Marcus.Showtime. Um, my personal page is Ace for Six, A-C-E-F-O-R, the number six. Yeah, and I say this, y'all, just mid-shows because this is how I've been keeping up with Marcus and what he's been up to. I mean, that's the power of technology and part of the reason why I'm so obsessed with technology right. and why like, I'm building businesses around that stuff is because I've been able to stay up with Marcus and by proxy, Anthony, because I see you in all this stuff, you know, yeah. that's like, yo, like I know what he's doing. So it's like when we come have these conversations, we're not starting from zero. Right. We're starting from like 0.5 or 0.6. Right. Like we're not at one, but we're pretty right. damn close. Right. right. No, for sure. So I love what y'all are doing with the social too, because 
what I have been learning in my business is that like you have to like not only show that like people are enjoying it and the customers are happy, but also that like you highlight the individual people in, in some of your videos and right, stuff. Right, You're sure. highlighting the people because, for example, like y'all wanted to come on the podcast, right? Like highlighting y'all, what y'all do. Like everybody likes, it's a human, like it's in your human yeah, nature to want right. to like be loved in a way. So and right. people love when you sh show them love right. with no expectations of like return, yeah. you know? Right, right, right. And right. that's why I think y'all been able to like get some success on oh, the yeah. social profiles really quick too and not have to like take oh, yeah. four years to get oh, to like. Oh, yeah. I mean, the thing about us is, uh, obviously, we're brothers, we're blood brothers. Uh, when you come in this building, it's family oriented. Yeah. Uh, that's from the kids to the adults. And, you know, people sense that and they feel that. Mm -hmm. uh, so when they come here, they, they, they're not coming here to work. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Of course, they're working out. We're coming here, here for the experience, right, too. The experience, yeah. exactly. You know, and they, they enjoy being here. Uh, so I think that's more so of where the growth has stemmed from, you know, they come in here, they feel like they're at home. Yeah, I mean, because, I mean, I was blessed with two parents, you know, they worked their butt off, and Marcus knows them mm -hmm. both pretty well, and they'd, like, they'd open up their doors for anybody if they yep. could. But I also know that, like, I went to school, and I have a lot of homies that don't have the best, you know, home right. life. So being able to, like, come, e even if it's for two or three hours at right. night, and right. just come ball out, come hoop, or come, like, work out, it builds, like you said, that family atmosphere, and... Mm -hmm. That's something that you don't know how far that can go, cause like, if it like for example, if you're not getting that from age zero to ten, right. like that's in your like body and your DNA. So it's like you gotta have that introduced at some point for you to be a healthy and successful for individual. Sure. You know, it's not nothing's given. And you know, we have like for example, we have different privileges from other people, and we didn't have privileges that other people have. Right. But it's like now that we're a little older, we have a little bit of smarts on us. We have. Mm -hmm a tiny bit more money than we did when we were 14. Right. You know, it's like, sure. yo, we can make this stuff happen. Why right. not? Like, there's nothing stopping us now. Right, right. There's no excuses, mm -hmm. in a way. And yeah. it's scary at times, yeah, it but is. it's like. Yeah, it is, but. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, the good thing about, about all of it is uh, it's now with the position me and him are in, it's kind of like what Coach Marlowe was doing for us. Mm -hmm. It's like, we're, we're more so father figures for a lot of kids that come here, because they lack in that, yeah. in their life. Uh, we father figures, and not just boys. Some, some, you know, little girls too. Some of them don't have dads, yeah. you know, and, and they need it. They need that kind of structure. Yeah, even if it's for that, an hour or two a week right, or something. That male figure yeah. to kind of see, like, okay, I can do things different, or I can do this, I can do that, and just kind of giving them that belief, like they could do whatever they want to do. Yeah. Same thing, Coach Marlowe gave for yeah. us is he gave us that belief that we can pretty much do whatever we wanted to do. And well. Honestly, man, you don't realize it till you're older, like, and look back. But, like, for example, I didn't even realize that, like, Coach Marlowe or some of you, like, y'all, the players, and also, my, like, my dad, too, is just like, yo, like, you can do anything, but there's, like, you're not going to get a handout. Like, right, like, right, like, right. Like, one of the best sayings I heard was, like, you can have anything, but you can't have everything. Right. So you, you got to really pick what you want to go after and right, then just right. go after it with your, like, yeah. your right. full might. And, and that's the good thing, bro, is I've been, I don't mean, I've been fortunate enough to be around some great mentors, uh, guys like Coach Marlowe, uh, Coach George Adams. Uh, I, I can keep naming. Yeah, it's a long list, list of, of guys that I think that I came up around that kind of instilled in me a lot of things. Then, of course, you know, watching my brother, you know, because he's older, obviously. Yeah. So just a lot of different things, bro, uh, that now that we do in our everyday life, we grew up. Yeah. learning them from other guys that was coaching us or kind of had some part in our upbringing. Now we're, pr we're pretty much passing that down. Yeah. We're passing it down to the next Paying generation. Paying it forward, man. It's, right. like, it's a long-term game, right? So right. it's like 
even if you start now, in five years you're going to get something. And all it takes, in my mind, is like one person right. to get it really affected. Because right. you don't know, like, you have, what, 50 people here at one time, right? Right. It only takes one of them to go do something exactly. great, and they credit it back to you. And it's just like, that would have never happened if, say, you weren't in the picture. Right, right. And then it's like, that's all, like, all the money that you could get from this. Like, that's going to happen, and you're going to be like, all right. right. That's worth it. Like that's, that's why, right. you know, like that's, that's what right. I was shooting for, not right. like the million dollars right. or the two yeah, million. No, like for sure. Uh, I mean, of course, it's never about the money, but it is about the money because business. Yeah, it's a business yeah, at the same you know, time. But you know, we do it just, you know, just for the joy. Yeah. yeah. You know, when we watch our kids go be successful in whatever they're doing, even right now. Yeah. You know, at their young ages, uh, it's, that brings joy to us. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, for example, when you get do something well in school, like who, you usually go tell your family, right? right. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's good if you can come here and like say a kid yeah. did well in his quiz or test, even if it's non-sports right. related. It's like oh, like you hype them up, for sure. like, yeah. oh yeah, we take care of them. Like, and we harp on that, harp on you know. Grades. We let them know like, hey man, y'all, you know them grades. We, we our, our kids will tell, we'll sit them down. And we will suspend their ass. <laughs> yeah, no hesitation. We will suspend their ass. And we will reward them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but it's the small, like, small rewards. Right. And, then, and really, it's the positive reinforcement, reinforcement for, exactly. like, positive behaviors. For example, like, if I'm out, like, like causing trouble and then I get rewarded for that, it's going to make a bad exactly. pathway in my brain that then tells me, like, hey, this is the way to do yeah, things. Right. right. If you can align those incentives up front, then everybody's clear as day, then you can go from there. Right, right. No, for sure, bro, for sure. I say uh, definitely, bro, I, I appreciate you for coming. Because this, this is right. I mean, like I say, this is what we pretty much, man, we needed. We needed to kind of get our message out there. And just re well, and too, it's like every conversation you have, I've learned that, like, it just makes the vision a little bit more clear. Even if you right. are, think right. you already know what's happening, it's like when you, like, really repeat it. To, yeah, when mm-hmm. you repeat it to someone else or, like, put it out there for, like, you know, the world to see, even if it's a couple people, it makes you really, really think hard about what you're doing, why you're doing it, and if it's worth doing, right? right. Constantly. It's not like a, a right. one decision. You have to make that decision every day. Right. And then, then go follow up on it, make the work happen. There's no, right. no skipping steps. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Ain't no shortcuts, you know, brick by brick, you want to be successful. Ain't no shortcuts. Yeah, uh, for sure. In life in general. Who was one of y'all's, like, I know Coach Marlowe for Marcus and a long list of others, but was there somebody, like, in the Garland community that we could highlight that, like, really meant a lot to you growing up that you could kind of, like, emulate now? Like, now that you're in their position in a way? Uh, you're going to get me in trouble for this question, but uh, it's, it's a few guys. I don't want to leave nobody out, but uh, I say – uh, initially, when I first moved to Garland, we moved to Garland. I was in the eighth grade. Uh, I went to Jackson Middle School. Uh, I had a couple of coaches, Coach Jerry Contrell. And uh, I used to drop buckets on Jackson. <laughs> I used to watch. And Coach uh, Tajik Gochi, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. over there, you know, at Jackson, they kind of was, you know, because I'm a teenager, almost a teenager at this time, so that kind of was like the phase of, you know, going into. Starting the matures, right? Starting yeah. the mature years. So I, I say them, them, the two guys that I say had the most impact at that age. Mm-hmm. Uh, now as I got older, you know, it's got other guys, you know, uh, that I came came up under, you know, throughout high school. Uh, but I say biggest impact when I got to college, uh, Grammar State, Doug Williams. Doug Williams. Uh, just you know, we if you been to Grammar, anybody you know, anybody went to Grammar. They know the name Eddie Robinson. Uh, so what we learned from Doug, 
is what he learned from Ed, uh, per se. So I can't. I, I say that's where I kind of grew as a yeah, man. Yeah, I feel that the most. Uh, so most is influential. I wouldn't even say a, a person. It was Grammar State University. Yeah, the institution almost, right. and what it what it brings. Exactly. Yeah, like for me, I, I not too many people have the background as like, I had a love-hate relationship with university because like I was always down to get my work done, but I also felt like they were like trying to like restrict freedom right. and like, like restrict, like if I want to make something happen in the world, I'm gonna make it happen. You know, it's like, who are they to like tell me? But at the same time, like I learned a lot from the, the institution of sure. like the University of Texas. Like when there was some down times, like, you know, there's not only like school shit, but life shit and all this right. stuff going on. You really got to hunker up, mature, learn some stuff and advance. And there's no escape in it. Right. If you want to get to where you want to get to. Right. It's like, I can look over here at Marcus. It's like, I know two years ago, like my man was thinking about all these different things to do. And it's like, now he's manifested. Like I've seen sure. it from idea to like reality. reality. Right. So it's like, there's nothing to believe me or like lead me to think that like this won't continue right. to be like great, or you know, on the pathway to being there. Yeah. And, and speaking on that influential situation, I say my mom too, just just from the, of hustle, course. the yeah. hustle standpoint. Of course, my mom's a hustle. Yeah, <laughs> like, like for real. I feel, no, I I know I I know, man. Yeah. I know. Marcus knows my parents, man. They just yeah. always yeah. be working, hustling. Yeah, yeah my mom's mm-hmm. a hustler, man. So I I think that's where I kind of you know get that hustle side from. Yeah, you, and it's a that's one thing with the business too is like. You can love it, but you still have to have that hustle because, right. like, you almost have to feel like you're on the streets in New York and you're right. trying to sell a CD, bro. Like, right. that's how it feels sometimes where it's right. like, yo, like, you have to hustle and there's no way around it. And there's other times that people just get it, you know, yeah. and people understand the story, the mission. But, like, not everybody's able to be, like, convinced. Right. So that, that's also what I've learned. And may, I, y'all can expand on it is, like, you can't please everyone. No. And, oh, and no. honestly, like, no. it's, it's weird, too, because you could have the best. Like, I know Marcus has the best intentions mm-hmm. on pretty much every single thing he's ever done, mm-hmm. you know? And it doesn't matter what people say if the intentions right. are correct, then you can be, right. like, chilling with that. Right. Right. Oh, no, and, and, you know, speaking on that, it's crazy because you say that, I mean, we had a situation that we dealt with uh, this past this past year. Uh, I, I ain't going to go into too much detail, but, uh, you know, it's kind of like we know who we are. Yeah. Right? We know what type of guys we are. We know what type of character we have. What you see is what you get. Yeah, we're not so, fronting. Right. We're we, we yeah. not fronting. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it's just you know, a lot of different people just, just kind of throw, trying to throw dirt on our name. And for, he ain't going to really for, speak for, on it too. For, for whatever reason, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But, you know, it is what it is at this point. You know, we're here now. But I just want to say, like, what you said, like, you can't please everyone. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's important to keep asking yourself if this is what I want. Because if you know who you are and you know what you want and you know – where you're going kind of right that's a formula exactly. for success but you the, those key things are like you have to know who you are Correct. there's no yeah. right and and just elaborate on what he talking about you know and he not going to really speak on it but i am mm-hmm. because i, I play for him and, and he's what well, he's elaborating so he's talking about the garland peewee league which i play in the league and just just a lot of the things that they did uh very disrespectful um uh, you know try to tarnish our name which are, and people that know us personally, people that's been around, they know. They know what kind of guys we are. So we never was worried about, you know, anything as far as what was being said or what's been put out there because people that's around us on a daily. They people know what's that, up. Right. People that come here, people that's within this community, like real pillars of this Garland community, know what kind of guys we are. Yeah. All the coaches, all of our team. 
we we got teachers we got teachers that come train with us now mm -hmm. teachers that we had back Growing in middle up, school yeah, right. you see what i'm saying yeah. so so if we was these bad guys like you know these people try to portray us to be why all these people in the community still want to interact with us? Yeah. Why our teachers, why my principal... Why do they see value from coming right. to spend time at the right. facility? And why my principal text messages me all the time, checking on me. My principal from yeah. high, from middle school. I, I, I ain't been to middle school in years, bro. Yeah. You see been what I'm saying? Ten years almost. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So so it's like, it's little things like that is what make me know, like, we're we doing something right. Yeah. We're doing something right. Yeah. You know, we, we obviously doing something right that all these people still want to interact with us. Yeah. And then uh, I want to give a shout out uh, and to my guy, uh, RIP to him, uh, Coach Waggle. Uh, he was a, another big inspiration in me, and he was the one that kind of pushed me over the hump to let me know that I can go and play varsity as a freshman. Yeah. You know, uh, my guy, Coach Capes, uh, name it. Yeah, Coach RIP Capes. RIP to yeah. him. Yeah. Coach Capes. Uh, he was my guy. Stayed in contact with me all those years mm -hmm. throughout college. Even he was supposed to come uh, when we first opened up here. Uh, he was supposed to came that week, the week that he passed, but he, he wasn't able to make it. Uh, but I knew, I knew that, you know, he knew what we was doing over here was special. Yeah. Because he told me, and he told me he was proud of me. Without him even coming over here to see it, yeah. he knew what we was doing was big. He knows the habits that make you up. Right. Yeah, and, I mean, Coach Capes was always a positive dude. Like, I didn't yeah, have many, super positive, I didn't have bro. many interactions with this dude. Super but like, positive. He, I mean, he looked at me as being the one kid on the basketball team. He's like, all right, Pete, just go show him, bro. Everybody's yeah. going to think you're, you're whack because of this or that. It's like, bro, yeah. just go. Like, you know you can ball. Everybody knows you can ball. Just go ball. Yeah. And just being positive yeah, about sure. it. Coach Case was the guy, bro. Yeah. Super positive all the time. Like, even, even like, we, like on, even on the varsity games, like, we'll be losing. We'll probably get, like, my freshman, sophomore year on varsity, we'll be getting blew out. He still be on the sideline. Oh, man, we got this. Yeah. You know, like, just real positive dude, bro. Uh, very uplifting. And even when we was down, shit, a lot of games, bro, he made us feel like, shit, we was winning. Yeah. We was winning the game. Well, because – and I guess he – he, the wisdom, the fundamental wisdom is That's that it, he gets it. Is that it's not about, like, the, the short-term loss or, or win. Right. It's the long-term – yeah, right, and, it, like, right. he, I mean – Long-term lesson. Right. He was on the bench for a lot of our basketball games, especially my senior year. Yeah. And uh, sophomore – or junior year, I'm sorry. And that, that's what it was just positive. You never had right. to worry yeah, about. You got to worry about yeah, him. Right. You just knew he would be there if you needed just a, like a high five or a dap or whatever you needed, bro. He was there. And that shit, that shit was contagious, bro. Yeah. And yeah like even it is now, contagious. like even now, bro. Like you know, uh, the way that I, you know, I try to, cause I try to be. He was he was a true players coach. He was a true players coach. The definition of whatever players coach is, Coach Case was it. <laughs> coach Case was it. So so like now when I coach, you know, yeah, we hard on our players. But I also try to be a player's coach, yeah. and I try to make them understand that. Don't you think that's why Coach Marlowe was always like pretty tight with us? Because oh, yeah. like he was a homie, he was a but also coach. like at the same time, like you know that he yeah, he get like, on our ass. Yeah, he's gonna yeah, get, he get on, on you. Ass. You can't, you but, can't get away. From but that. he made it to where Coach Coach and I. That's real life, though. Yeah, yeah. And Coach Marlowe made it to where like what you saying to where we felt like yeah we was a family. Yeah. But also at the same time, he knew the balance of when to get on our ass. And want to let us get freedom to yeah. kind of just do our thing because he knew we was young men yeah. and he knew you know we was growing we was going through them stages of life trying to grow up we was gonna make mistakes but he knew the balance yeah. he had a he had a, and that's why I like Coach Capes yeah. it's because he had a real great balance of okay yeah. he ain't gonna he ain't gonna come and tear you down he's still your he upset. coach he's still yeah, your yeah. coach like like he he he'll get on your ass in the nicest way he'll yeah. say like a nice ass comment but it's him getting on your yeah. ass he just make you feel really bad that yeah. you're letting him down <laughs> yeah you're like damn man yeah. I gotta pick it up <laughs> yeah so but no man well it's 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 always good to look back too because 
you, you can get caught in the past sometimes. And a lot of the times, and I'm sure a lot of people that will watch this is they can relate to is like, when you look back at the past, you're usually looking back at like a negative event or like, why didn't this happen? Right. But it's important to like take a step back sometimes and really realize the things in the past that did happen that were positive, they kind of put you in the position now. Right. And it's shaping you. Well, because when you have those days, like for example, today was the day for me. When I woke up, I was like, bro, like, I don't know, man. There's so many questions with the business. There's like, do I really want to go do all this stuff? I got to like, I know I'm going to be up super late tonight grinding. It's like, you know what? But then it's like that spark. It's like, well, like, first and foremost, I just want to go see my boy Marcus. I haven't got to talk to him in a long time. So it's like, that was the inspiration, right? And that like anchor got put back like 10 years ago. Right. So I was able to like look back at a past relationship positively and like, Right. make it like manifest over my hump today that I had to get over to like make shit happen. Yeah. No, for it's sure. weird that's, how that works. No, it's crazy because that's kind of, you know, our background. Uh, we from Marlon, Louisiana. Yeah. Uh, yep. You know, a lot of guys, our, you know, our peers didn't make it out. Uh, they're no longer here with us. Uh, but, you know, when we look back at it, it kind of shaped us in a way because we were, when we was young, our mom moved us here. I was 11. We might have been eight or nine at the time. Uh, and you know, that's, that's home, so you don't want to leave, but I think it was the best decision that our mom made for us. Uh, it's like looking it, back, it didn't it, seem it, like it, it at the time, though. At the time, yeah. Like, so, I mean, you know, we came out here, we moved out here. Of course, we had a, you know, a better life than what we had in Louisiana, but uh, I think that's, that was most like a staple point yeah. from back then that carry, even carry us to this day. Mm-hmm. And it, it sometimes take us, it takes a second to be able to like reflect back and right. realize that it did have such a, like a big right. impact. Cause, exactly. Cause definitely bro, uh, like what he was saying, uh, definitely a lot of doors started to open up for us. Like when we came out here, uh, cause like my, like I got into sports heavy mm-hmm. when I got out here. Uh, you know, I, we played like one season of organized basketball out there in Monroe, but it wasn't like how it was out here. Because Dallas is like the, yeah, the like, basketball, like, football. Like, like when we came out here, ball. bro, like that's when I realized how serious yeah, people sports take it. was. Yeah. Yeah, we wanted to like, we played sports like yeah. back home, we yeah. played, but, but it, nah. sports like. It's you, different in yeah, Dallas, yeah, especially like, Texas. Different. Out there, we in the streets. Yeah, yeah. just falling. Like, yeah. like, yeah. Throwback yeah, time. We yeah. in the streets with it. We doing, you know, we staying out all night. Yeah, they took it serious. Out here, we had, we, had, like Pee Wee uh, games, bro. Call, I guess yeah. I, I say like, okay, this for real. Yeah, like Pee Wee games. Yeah, thousands of people. Yeah, go ahead. Man. Yeah, yeah, no, like, <laughs> like that's what I'm saying. Like we really, it really woke us up. We moved here. I mean, yeah. shit. When y'all played against, uh, you were playing wide receiver, and I was in the front row to come support, and y'all were playing against. Uh, Rockwall, I think, yeah. at, at the Allen Stadium. Oh, yeah, the Allen there Stadium. Was, there, was probably, game. there was probably, like, what, 15, 20,000 yeah, people there crazy, at, at just a first-round playoff yeah, game. It's, it's like, it's like yo, like, Texas is not only the <laughs> – like, if you want to come compete, whether it's, like, sports, business, yeah. or literally anything, technology, you can come to Texas because yeah. there's enough people that are going to, like, compete with you. Right, you yeah, you're not going to sure. get, get out of, like, Houston, Dallas, or Austin, or San right. Antonio without your fair share of uh, – challenges and growing up and kind of like building you out to be who you are right there's right but I, I still think too and y'all could correct me if I'm wrong I think growing up in Texas like you know at least for when you remember stuff from like eight on it's like 
I feel confident to be able to go to California, go to New York, oh, yeah. and I, it, like I know I can hang with anybody. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, it, sure. no, like sure. they're, they're, you're not missing anything by being in Garland. So that's why like it goes back. Like some people will be like, yo, like you know you could have gone and worked anywhere. It's like yeah, but like this is this is just fine too. This right, like this right. place right here is right. just fine. Yeah. it's affordable. It's where like I'm from. Man, Dallas is where it's at, bro. Yeah, it's like yeah, Dallas, Dallas got everything you need. Yeah. I mean yeah. Texas in general because ain't no state tax. So the cost of living is not like crazy. Mm-hmm. You go to places, New York, all these, Cali. That's why, that's why a lot of people yeah. from Cali moving move, here. They moved to Austin. They moving here, bro. <laughs> they, they taking all the goddamn uh, uh, Frisco. Yeah. Uh, Frisco, yeah. they, they, they building up all that shit out there. Mm-hmm. But it's good, though. It's good for the city. Yeah. It's bringing more money to the city. Yeah. So. Yeah, and then more more money to the city, more ideas. Right. More, like, right. more, uh, more, more jobs. More, yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's good for everything if it's like, you know, right. ca- like good if it's managed well. Right. But it's like, I just want to make sure too that people know while we're here that, like, none of us, even though like we, I mean, we've been pretty like open, but it's like just because we feel down or stuff sometimes, or we're figuring shit out or like reflecting, like all of us know here that's like we're probably gonna push forward harder than most oh, right. as you go to the future. Oh, yeah. Like it's just gonna keep picking up. Like oh, yeah. the people we are, it's not. It's not like we're gonna get to somewhere and be like. I like I made it like right. you know like this is it I've right. I've arrived like right. I know I can speak from like firsthand experience with me and Marcus like even if we did something well in basketball bro there was always another game like there was always another like chip on your shoulder like right. oh we're not ranked this we're not going getting invited sure. to this so there's always mm-hmm. something like you can like hype yourself up with to get to yeah, that next motivate level yourself. Right. And, and, and to speak on that what you're talking about uh, you're an athlete we're athletes right so that's kind of embedded in us yeah Competition, they never give up attitude. Always got to keep going. Mm-hmm. A regular person who just, you know, going on about their daily life, they couldn't sustain a business. Yeah. Because they don't have those qualities yeah. that athletes have. And what I've learned too is like, it's okay. Because, like, for example, like, it might change. Like, I'm this way right now, but who knows where I'll be in 20 years? I may not be that person right. that, like, wants to do a business anymore, but, like, I know I want to do it right now. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I have empathy for people that, like, like, like that work nine to fives because that's hard too right. you know like exactly. that's that's exactly. just as hard in different right. ways it's like everything's like i was telling uh one of my homies the other day it's like there's a lot of different types of smarts and there's a lot of different types of hard mm-hmm. like right. shit can be complex and be hard or it could be simple and be hard like right. getting right. up and doing the the bare like going to work out is very simple in theory right, right? but like actually doing right. it is it's hard, hard. Right. but sure. for example like figuring out a complex math problem is complex and hard. Right. Wouldn't you rather simple and hard than complex and hard? Right. right. Sure. And then once you kind of turn that switch, it's like, all right, like let me just go like do my ways, or like right. let me go get this shit done. Like yeah. these little tricks that like even like as youngsters can kind of put into their mind that like I've learned through sports to get yourself right. over those little like uh-huh. yeah. Exactly. It was like what's some of the things that y'all learned that got you past like I mean you you elaborated on like one of the key humps but Marcus what was it for you that like what was a key inflection point in your life that got you over like one of your biggest humps or like your biggest challenge in life and what pushed you through that like what themes underlying uh honestly bro uh when I decided to leave Gremlin uh, that was just like a big decision yeah um when I decided to leave Gremlin I didn't really know what I was going to do I was at home probably like some months uh my brother had well he was already graduated uh, they had already moved back out here, him and his wife and the kids. And um, I just really know what I was going to do, man. I didn't I didn't know. I wanted, you know, I know I wanted to still play football, uh, but I wasn't for sure, like, all the way, yeah. 100%. I feel that. Um, but really, though, um, a conversation that I had with 
my brother, uh, he had made the statement to me that, uh, you know, I needed, because I still had, like, I think two, at the time I had two years of eligibility left. Uh, yeah, I had two years of eligibility left to play. And um, he kind of told me, like, hey, you know, you, you might want to go try to go somewhere, just kind of see if you still want to play, uh, you know, because you don't want your, you know, your years to go to waste, mm -hmm. and then you look back and have regret. Right. So that's how I ended up going to East Central and Ada. Um, I ended up transferring out there. Uh, one of actually we was training. Uh, one, his trainer, uh, Real Truth, out in uh, Allen, Texas. So one of the guys that was training out there, he was playing quarterback at the school, and so he was telling me like, "Hey, we need we need some receivers." Yeah. So he got me in contact with the coach, uh, and kind of like you know I went out there and you know and, and I had a good spring. You know I, I had a good spring, but at that point in time, I kind of had you know realized that. I wanted to do something else. You knew that like there was a bigger mission coming yeah. up than what you previously yeah. had thought. Yeah, like like because once I left Grambling, it was kind of like I knew then I was like yeah, because yeah. I had always told myself that once I stopped having fun, I was pretty much going to stop playing yeah. playing well, ball. That's what that's what got me like over the hump too, because like with basketball, like I loved it up until like the end of junior year, right. and then it just became something I really liked. Right. But right. there's a different, there's a very right. distinct difference that's like, yeah. like if you love something, like for example, like if you like a flower, you're gonna pick it up, right? And like, look, look at, at it. it. But, it, it, but yeah. if you love a flower, you're gonna water it every day and make right. sure it's got sunlight. You know, right. there's a there's sure. a distinct difference. Right. And, that, and that's kind of where I was at, bro. It was like, I didn't have that same drive that I had, like when I was at, you know, yeah. middle, you know, uh, mm -hmm. Pee Wee, yeah. middle school, high school. Uh, my freshman year of college, like that drive to mm -hmm. just want to like go and be the best or, you know, work, you know, putting that work. Cause it's a, it's a lot of work, bro. You get to college, that is a full-time job. Like we School, tell these kids, workouts, shit, bro. film sessions. You get up, you, you, you get up three, three, four a.m. in the morning. You got to be there 15 minutes early. If you're not there 15 minutes you're early, they're going to bust your ass. Then you, you go through about a two hour workout. You, you got class at eight. You got class at eight, so you ain't no going back to sleep. Mm -hmm. Just take a shower, might go grab you quick by the, by, you know, by the yeah, breakfast. on the way to class. And then go yeah. to class. And then you in class pretty much all day. Then you might have a second lift in between classes if you can make it mm -hmm. to, the, to the weight room. Then right after that, you got to lift probably before practice or after practice, depending on that schedule for the day the coaches put together. Yeah. So it's just, bro, it's a full-time job. Yeah. And then after practice, <laughs> you, go to, you go to the calf. Then you got uh, you have study hall or uh, or you have film study on certain days depending on if it's like I think fall ball whenever yeah. it is throughout the season. So it's a it's a all day thing, bro. It's an all day thing. Yeah, man. And thing is like being in that athlete grind for so long too. It's like it's honestly that moment where it's like you know that like you know like it, I like it, but it's not going to be the same anymore. Right. Right. It's a, it's a very hard moment, and it comes for every single athlete and. It, even the ones that go to the NBA, like at 40, it comes, you right. know, instead of at 24 or 22, yeah, right. whenever it comes, it's like, that's a big moment to get over. And honestly, like learning how to get past that moment mm -hmm. and like go on with my life into college and be like, not attached that like, oh, it's Peter, the basketball player, right? right? right. Like you have to detach yourself from these like labels that you right. put on yourself or others put onto you. Mm -hmm. And then just go do the next thing. Cause right. like I was telling the, uh, my like CEO that I, Tuner Inc, the right. business that I run is like, yo, like, you don't know how long incentives are gonna align with anybody because like people are unpredictable. So when the incentives do align, you gotta go. Right. You, like right. when you see that there's an opening, you gotta right. just like if that you gotta run past that wall. You gotta right. full blast. And, and see, bro, and like what you were saying about liking it or loving it, that's the point I got to. Like once I got to East Central, I was just I liked it. I didn't love it no more. 
So it's a difference between liking it yeah. and loving it. I liked it. You yeah. know, I liked the idea of going out there, you know, being around a guy. Because yeah. I was still killing. Yeah. And, you know, that shit's well, easy. And, ha- and having fun yeah. in the moment. Right, right. Yeah. It's still easy, but it was like, damn, I'm not I'm not putting that, that thousand percent into, you yeah. know, getting and, getting better at my craft, like how I was doing. But then there's that there's that voice in their, your head, too, that, like, eats at you because, like, you're not doing it because you know you don't want to do it, but then your brain's like, like why aren't you not doing right, it? And then it right. starts that kind of spiral that everybody has right. whenever you get to that point. It's just like right. so once so once I so once I came back to Dallas after that spring semester because I did mm-hmm. I did spring out there because I left Grambling and I went out. Uh, so I left Grambling like right uh, right before the season started. So it would have been my junior year. It would have been my junior year. We was in fall camp when I decided that I was I was gonna leave. Yeah. Because uh, I just felt like I needed to do I needed a new scenery. Yeah. I needed to go somewhere different. Uh, and so I went to uh, East Central in the spring of my junior year. Yeah. It would have been my junior mm-hmm. year. Um, and that's, like I said, man, I got out there, and by the time I came back home, I knew I was done. Yeah. Like, I knew I didn't want to play football no more. I knew I wasn't going back out there. Yeah. Uh, I knew I wanted to do something else. I wanted to do something different. Uh, and that's when I got into coaching. One of my old coaches, uh, Coach Mathers, he was my sixth grade coach. He asked me to come coach with him, be his offensive coordinator. So I did, yeah. and once I did that, I never looked back. Yeah. I've been training and coaching ever since. Yeah, and enjoying it too. The, right. the process, because right. it is a process. Right. It's so, so yeah. So that's kind of that's kind of where I I kind of uh, that that hump that you're talking about. Yeah. That's yeah. That's. But there's like, in life there's like many of those, and right. you know, and they're gonna keep coming too. So it's right. weird that you know they're coming, but it's yeah. like you don't know how you're gonna do it. But yeah, you just gotta. Push it. There's one. There's another thing I really wanted to hit on with y'all before, like we get out of here, is like, what, what's gonna happen in the future? Like we've talked kind of vaguely about it, but like, what are these? Like, let's get them like on the record. Like, what are the these future plans for y'all? Because right now, like you put it on here, what I've told people that listen to the podcast, and one of the reasons I started it is like, you can go check yourself. Like, if you talk right. into a microphone and you post it to Apple and Spotify, yeah. like. It's out there. Like, what's well, like, hey, if you need if you need motivation, just go listen to what you said a month ago. So it's like, like right here, like, what's the future looking like, and what are some of these like next next term plans for so, Underdog? As far as Underdog goes, I mean, that's a bright future ahead. Um, we're looking at starting our own leagues. That's basketball, football. In in Garland, yeah, though, right? In Garland, yeah. Soccer teams, track teams, you name it. Uh, for for the sports side goes. Uh, for us to be in the side, we're thinking expansion. Yeah. Uh, I think we're going to do one more in Garland here, probably on the south south side of Garland. Uh, then we're trying to venture off to Houston. Nice. Uh, then from there, I'm, we're going to go back home with it. Yeah. That would, that, would be, yeah. that would be pretty damn cool, yeah. though, if, if that can happen, bro, yeah. get back. That, yeah. that would be like. Yeah, that's, that's the one. And, and, and I think, for me personally, that's going to be the biggest one. Yeah, but of, you, of you know the there's. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, right. you that can't. Roadmap. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that roadmap. Well, that roadmap at least you have the roadmap because right. then, like, you, it's gonna change. You know, it's gonna right. fucking change. But it's right. like at least you can, right. yeah, uh, have something to shoot like for. Like I say, uh, yeah, just expansion. Uh, yeah, and we'll probably put we'll probably put a few more throughout the metroplex. Yeah, but like what he's saying is we we kind of want to open up one more in Garland for sure. Probably hit Houston, Louisiana, of course. Yeah, 
but we'll probably it'll probably be more in the metroplex as well what does the business side look like for this is it like because like the only cost up front that you have is the rent, the rent and then right. like any like legal or insurance like stuff right. any exactly. documents you right. have to go get made like other than that like there's not too much like upfront no, cost no, to, like upfront cost. and we pretty much uh that's another thing too we was blessed we didn't really have to take out like loans. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Much use like our. Um, well, and yeah. honestly, that's the best way to start it because like when you're like like if you need to make it happen, go get loans is it's great. But it just there's things that come with that, you know. Right. So it's like like hey, like know what you're getting. That's the a lot of times where like people get screwed over when they're starting businesses. Is they'll take unfavorable Long. loans right. because the bankers are just trying to make their money, you know. And it's right. like yo, yeah. like and that's the biggest part. I think we was blessed in that aspect mm-hmm. that we didn't have to do that because mm-hmm. you know I you know I. I had money, but I, I ain't have much money. I had enough money. But enough to get going and get it started. Then uh, a guy that I knew from high school, uh, who owns the Fresh Delicious name, uh, was kind of like you know a sponsor yeah. to that. You mm-hmm. know, so he kind of added yeah, on to you know added a on lot. to what I had uh, from that standpoint. So yeah, we was blessed in that aspect for us not having to take out any loans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and I know with like the business I'm running, I'm blessed because like I'm able to use a computer pretty well. And the great thing about like Wi-Fi is that you don't need to like be in any one spot, right? right. And it's very weird sometimes. Like I'll catch myself. It's weird because I'm like almost living in the future a little bit. Because mm-hmm. I'm used to like going to work or like go to work every day. But then it's like when it's only on your computer, it's like max accountability. It's like yeah. yo, like you got to do you. Mm-hmm. No one yeah. else can force you to type on the computer. No one else can exactly. force you to you know, right. do all that. So yeah. I've been having to learn that throughout. All this too, but uh, that's a side thing. Yeah. But yeah. No. <laughs> no, but definitely, man. Like, uh, and like I said, we also anybody out there, you like to do Zumba, you like to do yoga, or boxing. You know, it's uh, more than just it's, the major it's, sports. It's, yeah, it's more than just the major sports. It's more than just you know personal training, one-on-one training. We offer those things as well over here. And y'all are both down. I, I I know Marcus for sure for years of experience is that like down to learn new things, oh, and yeah. you're not you're not afraid to like be a little bit of vulnerable, put yourself out there. and box. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we're open box. If, so, if an opportunity presents yeah, if, itself, you're going to... If the opportunity presents itself, then it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's why I tell people is like, come mm-hmm. to me with like, I'm down to have conversations about anything. Like, mm-hmm. I, like don't expect anything. And I don't right. expect anything when I'm like having conversations with other people. Right. Mm-hmm. But like, if the things aligned, like we were talking about like 10 minutes ago, then let's like, let's yeah. make it happen yeah, while so, the things cause align. Because we, we all about collabing, bro. Uh, that's me. Like, then we talk about that all the time. Uh, we all about collaborating with other brands, yeah. other people, other like-minded people that's trying to expand their yeah. brand. Too. That's how you build nodes and right. you go from there. Yeah, you network, bro. Yeah. You cross market, mm-hmm. cross market. Uh, and uh, another thing uh, I'm gonna touch on that he was saying too about you was asking about the future. Yeah. Um, you know, we want to try to open a community center too. You know, that's another big thing I think for me uh, is something that I think will be huge for the uh, like the kids in this area. Uh, like kids that don't uh, have interest in playing sports. So like at the community center, uh, you know, we'll have things, programs for like art classes, music, uh, different things that like awesome. that, uh, culinary. That would be awesome. Uh, kids that have like other skills and other interests mm-hmm. outside yeah. of sports. Well, it's like if somebody wants to learn how to code, it's like, right. yo, like I would be down to come in right. for a week. Right, right, and, like, right. Come get lessons and so then like, that. like, you know. Like that. So for instance, like what you just said, yeah. like different things like that kids that don't like they might play sports right but they probably won't to do other well, things yeah bro. At, the, at the community center yeah. they'll be able to learn those other things yeah and do that so that's so that's something like in the future too that we want to be able to do too no i think that's a great idea because like i know when i was 
growing up. I mean, you knew you you saw me like I was very interested in basketball, but I was also really interested in some other a shit too, stuff, like yeah. a lot of like yeah. my, my, like either academics or computer. Like you know, what I mean? there was always with me. Else. Like I was doing music. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I was doing a lot of different shit. Mm-hmm. I was I was doing. I still, you know, uh, man. Drew was talking. To, I was actually Ducky Boys. Yeah, <laughs> like man. Drew was talking the other day, and uh, we gotta we gotta link up soon. Uh, I, I'm not I'm not part of the Ducky Boys. No, but he's been grinding on his producer him and, stuff. Yeah, him and uh him and Trey is the Ducky Boys. Yeah, Trey. I just yeah me I'm just more so like a collab just man, come collabing yeah <laughs> me and drew yeah me and drew we've been we've been at it bro since back in the day like doing no music. andrew's been on that hook uh, for a long but now time. now though he on another level i was telling him the other day how proud i was of him uh, we talked not long ago um uh, and shout out to him too um uh, his grandpa's passed yeah i saw uh, that it's and then uh, i mean respects to coach mike his yeah, whole family too man. sure uh but yeah now nah, man we post a link up soon though uh me and drew try to get it get back in the lab bro trying to make some yeah. magic well, but, uh, what I was telling Drew specifically, like while you're talking about him, is that like you know he does the producer stuff. Like right. I'm making a music app. Like he's like, yeah, he'd be. I'm, I'm gonna we gotta reach out and just yeah. like one just because we haven't talked in a minute yeah. and we're homies. But like I think that would be good. Like right. you'd be sure. perfect yeah. for that, bro. Sure. He'll be perfect for that. Like that that'll be and honestly, uh, if he watched this video, I hope he listening. You know when he do. Well, you know, we'll send him it. the video. Yeah, we'll make he sure need he to, watches. He <laughs> need to, uh, yeah, I'm gonna make him watch it. Yeah. Yeah, he needs to. Yeah, he needs to uh, definitely link with you, bro. Especially on that 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 that, that side of it that, that for that app. Well, and the thing is too with the app is like, I was giving you an example of here. Like, we made it, and I'm making it with like that in mind. It's like right. Like yo, like any spot could become like a place where people are happier through music. Right. Cause we listen to music together. Like you, you right. can listen to it by yourself too, just like normal. But like throughout history, from like. Like our earliest ancestors, they like got together around a fire and were listening to music. Right, you know right. what I mean? So it's like it's innate in the human beings. So it's like I think when you're coming from a theme like that, like you got a lot to work with. Rather, because like for example, if you're trying to build a platform that like like for example, title like Dre or uh, Jay Z was smart, but like title had no like different like anything different from the other streaming platforms. You right, know, right. that's why like, this music streaming platform we're making, we're trying to add that layer of like you can listen to music with anyone right, right. you can pick up this signal out of like the air basically because you, you just gave me an example earlier about like like if lebron was listening to uh his music before the game uh basically people would be able to tune in and listen to his playlist with him in their I, living I room that's pretty cool in their living room yeah that's, yeah, yeah, that's pretty while cool. he's listening be live with him and actually recommend songs for him too so you could add songs to the queue yeah right. and then it, if it gets a lot of likes it'll move to the top yeah and get played next oh, yeah. yeah that'd be yeah that's cool or when you're in a car and like somebody's on the aux you could just add it from your phone instead of grabbing the phone or like hey put your password in let me get your face yeah, you like, got, yeah. Got mm-hmm. well i mean no, I him, it's the was, beginning though you know what i mean it's the yeah, beginning but he like, was talking about yeah. he was talking about they could sell it to spotify but i told him nah, he well, need to keep that well keep and that's that shit for yourself we would never like the goal would never be to do the Spotify, but like there's a lot of things like there's big businesses, yeah, right? Yeah. And there's some things you can't get around, so the, right, that's right. like a, a possibility. But right. my and goal more, would not be that. And you know? more so, bro. What yeah. I what I would do if if you was to do anything with any like anybody, just collab with them. Yeah, don't time. sell your shit. Well, no, keep you the right. Get them as shit. a client. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, like, yeah. Then it's like no, yeah, because yeah. oh, sure. then you build a relationship and you're making financial gain right. and like you're building the for future cash right, right. coming in because you're building the relationship out right but there's like one more thing i wanted to hit on before we get out to make sure i have on here and also i'm interested okay is we talked a lot about the future right or like what motivated us in the past mm-hmm. well the future we think is always so clear right but like for example i came out of high school i thought i knew exactly what i wanted to do in college i'm smart i'm gonna do this right after my freshman year i drop out 
never thought I would have dropped out of school being me. Right? I had great, great grades and everything, but I just wasn't feeling it. I was like, bro, I can do so much more than this. Like going through a lot of rough times, I was like, let me like take a step back. Like that's when me and Marcus initially connected again for the first time in a minute. Mm -hmm. So when I came back and the moral of this being that like, as smart as you are, or as smart as you think you are, like, where life is going to throw so many different things at you. And, like, that roadmap that we were talking about isn't always going to be clear. It's going to get really, really, like, you throw a rock into a pond and it starts, like, waving out. Like, you can't see the bottom. So it's like, how do y'all, how, how have y'all dealt with that in your life when it's like, oh, like, Marcus gave a good story. It's like, oh, you go to grandma and, you, and then you leave. You don't know what's going to happen. But, like, how do you deal with, like, when that roadmap gets so, like, blurry? What do you do? How do you, how do you react? How did y'all react in the past? Well, I mean, I, I think more so uh, from, from what you're asking, and, and, I, and I use, for example, like whenever we found the spot over uh, off Le Bon, mm -hmm. the first spot that we thought we had. Like closer to right. downtown Garland? No, or? no, it's right off Le 78. Oh, right yeah, there yeah, off 78. yeah, yeah. So, uh, so like we had a spot right there. We signed, we signed a contract, everything. We, everything was in motion, mm -hmm. and the shit fell through. And then, you know what I'm saying? And basically we we found this last minute but shit was just kind of all over the place it yeah. was kind of like chaos just, yeah yeah but we was able to get out of that situation and find a better situation but we would stand we withstood the the storm of it yeah. all because we kept we, we stayed positive yeah we never we, like never it was a point in my head and i'm sure not in his head where we thought like oh well it wasn't gonna come it ain't gonna, yeah, yeah it ain't gonna work like we ain't gonna find a spot to get our shit going and that never would never even crossed our mind. Our yeah. our, our whole mindset was like, okay, what's next? Yeah. And that's what that's that's what he said all the time. What's next? What's next? So we found this spot. This was what's next. Yeah. And this this allowed us to go ahead and open do the up. next thing. Right. The next thing. So so more so, bro. It's about weathering a storm. Yeah. Like like because what you said, it's gonna be those loopholes, those things that are gonna come about. Uh, you, it's gonna be stressful moments. Somebody's gonna die right. that you're close to. Right. Like stuff, real life it's stuff. Real life stuff that hurts. Happen. That hurts. But it's just about stand the course like you gotta you pretty much gotta have tunnel vision bro like like not not saying block out everything that's going on around you but you gotta have tunnel vision when it's coming to like your vision like yeah. what you have for yourself well, life isn't guaranteed man like i i mean right. i had a really close friend you may have known like uh bob matthew shunky yeah like he, yeah he passed away not too long ago i mean mm -hmm. like this dude was like one of my best homies right, right? but like it gives you that perspective yeah. it's like okay like if i have these like ideas like, I don't know if I'm going to be alive tomorrow, so I better make it happen, to, happen. like, right. literally right now, today. And, and, and that's, like, and, I, and I'm glad you brought that up. and sorry to hear about that, bro. Uh, but, like, Kobe. Yeah. Kobe, I'm a huge Kobe guy. I'm a yeah. huge Lakers bro, that, fan. That hurt, man. That hurt, that hurt right. It, it hurt. hurt you, right? It still hurts. It hurts you, Because, right. like, you know, like, like when we were grinding on the basketball, like, who were we talking about and Kobe watching every night? Kobe was watching who, Kobe. Bro, every night so in I'm the saying? hotel. Like, so, so that's what I'm saying, like, bro, like, when I look at stuff like that and – he was he was on his way to great bro. He won an know, Oscar two years out of basketball. That's bro. what I'm saying, bro. Like that's unheard he's of. A genius. That's he's unheard a, he's of. A genius, man. So and that's why I say like I'm glad you brought that up because like you said tomorrow and I promise you want to try to get as much done as you can right now, but at the same time looking for the long term. Right. Yeah. But at the same time for me, it's like I want to what, what I'm doing right now is we land a foundation. So if something do happen to us, our our my sister, my mom, his kids. You know, hopefully, I, you know, I'm blessed to have some kids of my own someday. They'll be able to continue that foundation. Yeah. If, if, if something was to happen to me and him. Because yeah. we already got the blueprint. Right. This shit works, right. what we're like, doing. The, the systems are in place. Right. Now it's, it's just like expanding Now it's just it. about expanding yeah. it. So if something was to happen to us, 
if we if if our family got it in their mind that they want to carry on our legacy, here's a vehicle to do be so. Able to do yeah. It. You feel what I'm saying? Oh no, I feel you because that's yeah. the same reason why, like for example, like with, we started a Delaware C company for the company, right? And it's like you get equity, like like a stock, right? And right. So it's like that stock, like for like I'm willing not to make as much money in the present because I know this equity will be worth more in the future, in the future and also be like like a vehicle for whatever change needs to happen. For, like for me, if it's like freedom, my right. family, or like people being like. Uh, like for example a small artist being able to blow up on the platform because right, right, right. 100 people are in the gym and like their song comes up like that's empowering right, right. Like, that's what keeps you going whenever you're like okay like why am I right. doing this or like it's not always about money but you see the long term like they have a real form of that like that is right, stock you can, right uh, you can answer the question next yeah yeah as far as me uh, from my standpoint of it what keeps me going when you know things occur or, or pitfalls or whatever the case is it's just the faith in God, trusting yeah. in God, believing that, you know, he didn't bring me this far for me to fail. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so another thing is just also with that, believing in yourself, you know, believing in your own vision. No yeah. matter, you know, we have a lot of people that when we first got into this business, we felt like that was going to support us. They didn't. Right. So with that being said, you know, what I was telling him, what I tell him all the time is, the people that's supposed to be over here, they're here. Yeah. You know, and they're, they're sitting here for that, that exact reason. It's crazy that you said that, though, because, like, Reese, I was telling Marcus, like, we tried to do this podcast, like, a month ago, but, I, like, I've been going through some shit with, like, the business, like, mm-hmm. figuring stuff out. It's been a little bit chaotic, but, like, we've got it, like, under control. Right. Like, we had, like, a key uh, employee and homie, like, had, like, leave, which was, like, all chill, you know, like, mm-hmm. but it just took some, like, time to, like, understand, kind of push through, recalibrate had some personal stuff going on. So it's like, you, that's like a prime example. It's like, like we were trying to make this happen, but it didn't happen. But like, now that it happened, like we have all this stuff that we're like connected on that like, because I yeah. went through that, I can like yeah, exactly. be like empathetic with and understand exactly. and move forward with. Mm-hmm. But let's let's wrap this up, y'all. We're at, it's crazy because when you do a podcast, the, the time just flies by. Yeah. Flies by. <laughs> yeah. But let's wrap this up. I'm gonna shout out, or let's plug our all of our socials. Let's plug gotcha. like websites, anything that like you want any of these people to go to now or in the future right. and then we'll just like close it out with just last remarks about like, underdog fitness and us and that's pretty much it but okay. everybody uh, I appreciate y'all listen, listening to the Oddly Observant podcast y'all can follow and if y'all would I would please ask if you subscribe so then you'll get notifications when like a new episode comes up or we post a video mm-hmm. it's at Oddly Observant on every single social media the website's oddlyobservant.com. Uh, I own everything about that website, so all the content on there is original, and you can listen to it in its like raw form on there or on your favorite platform. Uh, Marcus, why don't you start us out again? Plug everything. Uh, yeah, man. So um, appreciate uh, Peter. Appreciate you for coming out today, uh, bro. Um, it's all love. You know oh, yeah, that. Um, and y'all can follow the social media page, uh, Underdog Athletics underscore fitness again underdog athletics underscore fitness that's uh the instagram page my main instagram page is marcus.showtime uh, marcus.showtime and then the facebook page is just underdog fitness y'all can find us on the under, uh, facebook page at underdog fitness yeah and on that if you like underdog fitness make sure to uh like it on facebook and right. then also share the page if you don't mind right. like if if you've had a good right. experience right. and also you can follow the nonprofit. 
our Instagram page as well, and that's underdog association underscore. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, let's wrap it up here. I appreciate y'all coming in, like letting me come in here, check it out. I've been meaning to for a while. Sure, I was telling bro. Marcus, like Anthony, we got to do this probably. I'm thinking like once every two to three months, yeah, sure. and just kind of like track our progress when we get back together. Be like, yo, like what's happened, like how we like step forward, like sure. what's going on with the business on both of our ends, you know? Right. And then you know, I was telling Marcus too that like you could see this is makeshift, right? But like right. now that I know I want to do it and I've done it for a little while, I'm gonna like upgrade the equipment, get better, you know, uh, equipment for the recording video and all that, and then we'll come and it'll be easier. We'll all have our own microphones, so right. like we'll make it happen. Yeah, no, I mean I appreciate you. Uh, for coming out, Peter. Uh, like I say, you gotta start somewhere. Gotta crawl before you walk. Yeah. So uh, I wish many blessings to you in your endeavors, uh, and I look forward to doing this with you long term. Yeah, big time, man. And oh, as always, Marcus, Anthony, if y'all need anything, y'all just let me know. Cause like I'm there for you. Like if I can make it happen, I will. You know, I may not be able to, and I'll tell you straight up that I can't. But like if I can, we'll make it happen. I'll do anything I can, whether it's like letting more people know about you, like sending people your way, like if you, what y'all need, just let me know. Cause I mean, Marcus knows like, like we could not see each other for five years and we're still going to be family. Right, sure. So right. it goes deep over here. So yeah, for sure. Bro. I appreciate y'all yeah, for coming on, bro. Yeah, for sure, bro. And if it ain't on a dog, it ain't right. Yeah. Would y'all say there's only one way, right? There's only one way. There's only one way. Yep. All right, Marcus, hit us out. What's the last word? Peace out. <laughs>